Blog Talk Radio. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to your way now, God. Thank you, Lord, for your offering. We come to your way now, God, we acknowledge your presence on today. God, we come to your way now, God, we acknowledge your presence on today, God. God, we ask God to move in a mighty way in the name of Jesus. God, I yield myself to you right now, God. Move me out the way, God. But God, you come in, you minister to the heart, the mind, the lives of your people right now. In the name of Jesus, it's the body of things you stand for. The body of distracted spirit, the body of healing spirit right now. In the name of Jesus, any spirit that's like the devil, we cast them out right now. In the name of Jesus, we let go of free course right now, God. Flow in the name of Jesus right now, God. Do what you do best. Let's be God right now. In the name of Jesus, we thank God for the testimony, God. We thank God for the revelation, God. Thank God for the healing and the deliverance right now. In the name of Jesus, we give you the glory and the honor and the praise. In Jesus' name we pray to say amen, amen, amen. Come on, God. Pastor, I'm going to get home. Don't they know me? I'm at home. Even if I'm from strangers, I'm in the mountain in God's house. I'm in the right house. But we're going to go to Genesis, the 19th chapter. All right. Genesis, the 19th chapter. We're going to start at the 12th verse. I thank God for anyone here. I thank God. Saying, 
Arise, take your wife and your two daughters who are here, lest you be consumed in the punishment of the city. Going down to 17. So it came to pass when they had brought them outside that he said, escape for your life. In other words, said with emphasis, escape for your life. Do not look behind you nor stay anywhere in the plain. Escape to the mountains lest you be destroyed. But instead of going to the mountains, not big angels. And then go to a small city thing. So Lot found favor with God and was able to go to that small city. Now going to 23. 23 says, The sun had risen upon the earth when Lot entered the north. Then the Lord's then the Lord rained brimstone and fire upon Solomon and Gomorrah from the Lord out of heaven. So he overthrew those cities, all the plains, all the inhabitants of the city. That means everything was destroyed. And when and what grew on the ground, this is the key verse, verse 26. But his wife, or my lost wife, but his wife looked back behind him, and she became a pillow of salt. Now, because of the sin and the wickedness of the town of Solomon Mile, God sent two angels to warn Lot to take himself and his family and leave immediately. The son-in-law didn't believe Lot, and they saved. When it was time to go, they were instructed to immediately go. Run for your life. Quickly. Hurry up. Do not look back. God often uses brimstone and fire for judgment and purification. So here, God uses brimstone and fire from heaven to destroy the city. The fire from heaven, or what we would consider lightning, lightning combined with the sulfur that was on top of the mountain, that sulfur with the fire caused a flammable and also a toxic smell that would destroy, not just a physical destroy, but also if you inhale, it would kill you. But as Lot and his daughters were running, Lot's wife looked back from behind him. The Hebrew word for looking back is more than just turning over your shoulder. The Hebrew word means to consider, to pay attention, to focus on. In other words, she focused on what she was attracted to. What was really what she wanted? What she really wanted. And she became a pillar of salt. Now, what we know as a pillow, a pillow is actually a statue. Right. 
a statue, a landmark. You think about the Statue of Liberty. Anytime someone that's an immigrant, when they cross over to the United States, they look for the Statue of Liberty. It represents America. It represents freedom to a lot of immigrants. And she became a pillar or a statue of salt. What does salt do? What do we know about salt? It preserves it. In other words, because of her disobedience, she was consumed and became a product of her environment. Now she's a permanent reminder. She's a statue to remind the people when they go into that town. She's a reminder that you do not disobey God. She's a constant reminder, and it still stands to this day. And there is no life that lives there. That's by the dead sea. So if you want to go to Luke, you can write it down. Luke 17, 29 through 32. That will tell you that she is a constant reminder, even in the Bible, she's a reminder to all of us about disobeying God. But now we're going to bring it up to today's passage. Today's message is entitled, Leave What You Love. Because what you love, don't love you. <laughs> wow. Leave what you love. Because what you love, don't love you back. Has anybody ever been in a situation where you're in a relationship with somebody and you're giving them your all? <laughs> you're paying for the dinner, you're romancing them, and you ain't getting nothing back in return. My Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you remember? Oh, okay. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Many of us have been in that kind of situation. Amen. But what we have to think about this. Have you ever loved something or somebody and you know that it was good to you, but it wasn't good for you? There are many people that are going to get the doctor's orders, eat pork, continue to smoke, seven or eight quarters a day. There are so many people. They love ice cream. They love milk. But they're lactose intolerant. That's right. They love it. But their body is rejecting it. And what happens? We all human beings. It's natural occurrence. Anytime you physically taste something that your body rejects, it's going to come out, or come up, or come out. Right. It's going to come up this way. I'll come out that way. It's a natural thing. I found out. I don't drink alcohol, but I found out you can drink as much alcohol, and don't you know it actually comes out of you? It comes out of your pores. You can pee it out all you want, it still will come out of you. I don't care how much perfume, 
clothes that you put on. It's still going to come out. And don't you know there are some people, they smoke. They ain't talking about cigarettes either. But they smoke. They smoke when they break. And they go to their car. And they go to their job. I'll take your order.
Anybody ever done that? The big deal is if you fall, you're going to die. Think about it. Has anybody ever fell, died, and they came back and tell you, hey, look here, if you hit the ground, you're going to die. <laughs> no, that's not a great terror. That's not a great fear of But the key thing is, we as human beings, we are only creatures that God created that have two, excuse me, that have spirit, but also we live in two different worlds right. at the same time. That's right. You know, animals have what we have. No. We have the spirit of God living in us. Right. The spirit that came from God, when God breathed the breath of the, in the mouth of Adam, we became a living soul or a living being. That's right. That's right. And our intent that God had made for us is to never die. Right. Never die. Right. But because of sin, sin brought death. Sin brought separation from God. But because of the second Adam, Jesus, when we accept him as Lord and Savior only in our lives, now we have been redeemed. We have salvation. But our spirit, our spirit, right here, right below your label, you know, we always say, like I said, good feeling. You know, you know what? I knew it was so crazy about that girl. <laughs> oh, I knew him so I didn't trust him. You know, I just had a gut feeling. You know, okay, well, because God will speak to you right here. But where would the devil speak to you at? Right here. That's the reason why whenever we read, whatever we think about, whatever we see, what happens? We mentally try to agree with it. Right. right. And we're wrestling with what the devil is saying versus what we see is. And we're compromising and we listen and accepting what the devil is telling us up here. Yeah. But God wants us to recite, to say what he said. God wants us to recite not only what we see, not what we see, but like I said, what he said, what he promised. So with that being said, the soul, the spirit of a man, the real of is that war without flesh. Is that war. There are some things that we know that we should do. Mm -hmm. in the way. Mm -hmm. There are some things that we know, but you know what? I know the Bible says, oh, but we, we know, but I still want to do it. Oh, well, how do you say, well, you know, the flesh gets weak. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we all fall short. Oh, that's right. One of my friends, one of my dear friends, Sheila, she used to solve, she used to always say, well, I'm still under construction, so excuse my dust. <laughs> <laughs> but we have to think about it. These are the things that we wrestle with. And our flesh is telling us to do something that God's spirit is telling us don't do. So we have to understand, like I said, we live in two different worlds at the same time. There's a physical world. We in Dallas, Texas. We are two believers. But there's a spiritual world that God is signaling us what's going on in the spiritual atmosphere. And that's why God has alerted us because we're 
God can tell us when dangers are coming. God can tell God wanna tell us, God trying to forewarn us, but a lot of times we're not listening. We out of place. Sometimes God tells us, but we feel that, well, you know, I can handle that situation. The flesh and the spirit is at war with each other. And a lot of times, what makes us listen to our flesh? There is something that I thought about that hit me that really made me think about hmm, what makes us listen to, what makes us listen to that flesh, what makes us listen to or even compromise what the devil want to tell us. There's something, it's an age word, and it ain't hate. Hurt. There's some form of hurt. The result of hurt make us become selfish. The result of hurt make us do something that's outside of God's will. What does hurt do? A lot of times, may not be in this order, but hurt produces something called fear. Fear. It may be the fear of the unknown. It may be the fear of trusting somebody. It may even be fear of trusting God. Fear may even be well, you know what? I'm, I've been hurt before. I don't want to be hurt again. And like I said, many people, because of the hurt of man, they're scared to trust man and trust God. Why? Because especially somebody that, that's been hurt within somebody that's in the church. Because these represent Christ. And a lot of times, we end up trusting people, the wrong people, within a church, and we think that every church ever is like that. And now, because of the hurt is so bad, I don't want to deal with it again, so I'm not going to trust nobody to hear that. I'm not going to trust nobody. No, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to do it. No, no, no. And what happens now is the seed of fear. Has said here, you have received the spirit of fear. And as fear happens, what happens with fear? Fear makes you become selfish. And out of selfish, sometimes because when you, a person is selfish, what kind of spirit do they carry sometimes? Deception. Because by any means necessary, they're going to protect themselves. They're going to look out for their own best interest. And also with that deception, what we realize is that when people are operating in hurt, they begin to hurt others. In other words, they become like the people that have hurt them. Mm -hmm. But what can counsel that hurt? Forgiveness. Forgiveness. 
Forgiveness, some people say, well, you know, it's easy to say it's done. That's one of the craziest words or statements I hear that we as believers say. Yeah, say it. The Bible tells us all things are possible. Yeah, that is right. To him that believes. That's right. The key thing is that you want to forgive. Yeah, that's right. But we got to understand what forgiveness looks like. If somebody hurt me and they, they stole my money, they asked for forgiveness, and then come back to my house, if I leave my money for them to see and I leave the room, I can forgive them, but I feel fool if I leave that money back. <laughs> When people get saved or when they have backslid and got back into Christ, you gotta be real careful. That's when the people try to talk to your ears. Because they know that you're vulnerable and you go, I ain't gonna do nothing. Hey, hey, look, look here. You know, you gotta forgive. So that means God says to forgive. So if somebody was in a place and they have abandoned their trust, you give them their forgiveness, but you don't give them your trust. There's an old saying, there's an old saying that people say, well, you know, respect got to be earned. Have y'all heard that? Respect got to be earned. Y'all heard that? That's false. Respect don't have to be earned. Respect is given automatically. You go to the White House right now and you say something disrespectful about the president, I, I guarantee you, somebody will be putting money on your books and talk about your incarceration. Respect is not earned. Respect is given automatically in spite of who that person is. You respect the position. You respect the authority. And when you respect authority, it leaves room for people to respect you. But you give the respect to people, but trust gotta be earned. Trust has to be earned, not given. And where people mess up at, they make people earn their respect, but they give their trust. Right. That's where and why we get hurt a lot of times. Because we say, because I'm trying to be like Christ. So God, you told me to forgive. And so I'm going to forgive that person. And I know that boy cheated on me. And he ain't my husband. But I'm going to give him another chance. So I'm going to forgive him. And I'm going to let him have my heart one more time. Oh, you ain't married. You messed up. And I realized that he ain't changed. That's right. You never give somebody something as far as uh, trust. You never give somebody something when there's no change. And even if there's a change, you got to watch the level of maturity. Right. There you go. There you go. Now, I'm not knocking the younger people. Because the younger people ain't always the problem. It's the older people. <laughs> a lot of times, a lot of the older people, they should be seasoned to minister, to talk to the young people, to educate them, to have them under their wings. But because of their hurt that's going on even within the church, what happens when the 
Young lady that come in with one or two kids and she's single, instead of the mother talking to her because she may not have had a mother, a biological or a spiritual mother to help her. But also, you don't know her, her uh, circumstances. You don't know if she was raised or not. But because she may be carrying a child, look at her. Oh, that dress too short. Oh, she just need to get saved. No, you need to go to the store and buy her some stuff and love her and talk to her. That's one of the major problems because we have so much of a gap within the body of Christ. And there's nobody ministering to the younger. And a lot of times the younger people are curious, they're seekers of God. But there's nobody there in place to talk to them about how to bring the Word of God into their own life. But like I said, there are consequences and choices. But see, what I found out a lot of times with the consequences, consequences happen when we do the wrong thing. But a lot of times, we don't think about the full consequences before we get ready to do something. Those that know me, y'all remind me of being transparent, right? No. Okay. We don't count the cost when it comes down to consequences. Now, years ago, years ago, when I was in my teens, I did something. I went for the Osborne King. I was having sex before marriage. And this one young lady, she was cute. I asked her, I said, uh, do you want me to use a condom? And she said, well, if you don't want no Shaniqua or the bubble, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> she already has the name picked out. <laughs> and it made me think, if you don't be careful, and you end up, you thinking you just going to have a good time for a few minutes, but she had already thought about the four consequences of you know what? I got the name picked out. I know what you work at. You will be on child support. And I'm going to start you for the rest of your life. And I was like, wow, now that made me grow up fast. <laughs> and a lot of us, if we just be real, a lot of us in that same situation. So that's why I don't mind being transparent because I want people to know that y'all may see me right here behind the pool here, but I want to introduce to the person before the pool pit. So that way, you have to help you there to get to the altar. So that's why it's important for us to think about the full consequences of every action that we do. I can easily go to brother and lay his house, I can see his house and be like, you know what? Sister Sir and brother Lady is not at home, the car is gone, they leave at 243 every day, so I can go in there, I can get what I need, they're gonna be gone for 15 minutes, I can get what I need to leave on out. So as the car leaves, I make my brother go to the window, I go in the living room, get some stuff, and then I go to the bedroom and I see Sister Serena right there with that gun. <laughs> <laughs> I get shot. Now, I just thought the worst that could happen was for me to leave with something that I could just hold in my hand and make a quick dash. But I didn't think about getting shot or losing my life. And that's what a lot of you have to think about. Everything that you do in life, there has a consequence that sometimes beyond what you actually calculate. <laughs> 
So we have to think about various things that God wants to do for us to make wise and better decisions. But also what we got to do, God always forewarn us and let us know He gives us a spiritual alertness. And a lot of times, what we got to do, we got to realize you what the Bible, the Bible tell us. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit lives inside of our spirit. That's the house. Don't you know those that are saved? You have God living within you. That's right. That's right. God being the Holy Ghost. You have Him living inside of you. That's the reason why if you do something, sometimes we do something and we know we're not supposed to, we try to hide and it seems like we always expose. Right. I went to a don't get mad at me. But years ago, years ago, years ago, I went to a sex shop. I just walked in. I went to a I went to I just walked in there. I walked in and went to the counter. I was I didn't know where I was at, but I realized I was at I was looking. So I went to the counter and I asked the lady a question. And the lady behind the counter said, You don't belong. I did say you and walked out. That's right. Mm-hmm. Why was that? Because she was able to see how uncomfortable I was. Right. Even just now this is me. There are certain places I don't go. I'm right. very particular. Right. If I know there's some places that don't agree with my spirit, I ain't going. Oh, that's, right. that's me. And I realize I don't care who it is. I'm man enough to tell you because I'm not risking not just my salvation, I ain't risking my life. But that's the stance we got to make. Because don't you know a lot of times the devil is setting us up? And a lot of times we in places and we know we're not supposed to, but we're doing it because we we trust the wrong people. We put our trust in the people that's really not mature. We trust in people that don't even, not even serve us. Your salvation or their salvation. But also, it's not just being clear to salvation, but sometimes the strongholds that used to grab us. If I know that I was an alcoholic and God delivered me from that, but then I have a best friend that always likes to go to the ball, I don't need to go with him and he want to meet me at the ball. And he really concerned about me, then he would go somewhere else and not the ball. But if he just was saying, man, he ain't gonna hurt, man, you ain't gonna drink nothing. No, but look at the atmosphere. Like I, like I said earlier, look at Lot's wife. Why does she keep, why does she look back? Because she was leaving something that she really didn't want to leave. That's right. She was comfortable in that environment. Right. And now, because she was comfortable in that environment, she's that statue to remind people not only to not disobey God, but also sometimes what you're attracted to can lead you to your downfall. Yeah. Ouch. It's being real. So, we got to think about we can't grieve the Holy Spirit. God is going to always forewarn us. He's going to warn us things before we physically go there or say something or do something. Have you ever, you ever dealt with somebody and they made you so upset and God forewarned you, hey, look, watch what you say. 
but it's still the same distance. Right. Same thing pertaining to what God has and wants us to do. But I want to encourage each and every one. There are things and choices that we have to make every day in life. And the devil is trying so badly to make us step outside of God's will. And along with stepping outside of God's will, when you obedient to God, don't you know one of the biggest things that the devil will try to do is link you up with people that are unlike God. That's right. And it's not just pertaining to courtship, which I like to make sure that we talk about courtship because to be honest with you, a lot of times that's the main thing that's be on our heart when we're single. Let's be real, when we're single. But also, God is concerned about your singleness. Yes, he is. He's concerned about it. But we have to understand not only how to be single, but how to look for the right one. Right. Because the devil want to make sure to discredit you and also make you derailed from the purpose and plan that God has for you. Right. Ain't nothing sadder than for a perfectly good girl or good guy that grew up in church, obeying faithful church, and they end up leading themselves to someone that's outside of the church. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of times we hear it in the Bible, you know, we heard, you know, the same father, wife, same father, we heard that. But that doesn't mean that you marry somebody outside of That's right. God. That's right. During that time, there were people that were not saved, but they were married. Mm -hmm. One got saved first. Right. And when someone got saved first, that doesn't mean that you abandoned your spouse. Right. That's right. Now, if somebody want to leave, that's it. That was it. But if somebody want to stay, even I just got saved. We were married. I just got saved. But now my wife, she don't want to give up her alcohol. Uh -oh. Do I throw it out? Uh -oh. No. Leave it, sir. That's my wife. That's not only my house, but that's her house, too. Mm -hmm. But what I do, because of my love and my prayers, I continue to be that good husband for her. Mm -hmm. And my love possibly went on. That's right. That's right. But I'm not the Bible says if blah 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 blah. Who's wrong? It ain't her, it's you. Because you're trying to enforce your will upon her. Right, right. Now that's a toxic relationship. Yeah. And you still say. But when it comes down to relationship or even dating, we have to be wise. How many singles in here? Okay, thank God for you. Mm -hmm. I want each and every one that are single. When you get home, I want you to write down everything that God told you in your relationship with God. See yourself, and you talk about, you write down to God how much you want Him. You, you talk about how you see yourself in God, what type of relationship that y'all want, you and God. Mm -hmm. You write that down. And then you get a separate sheet of paper. And you write down the same thing, but this time you don't put your name. God, you put man. your future spouse. Mm -hmm. Because God wants you to be with somebody that's compatible. Mm -hmm. God wants you to be with someone where y'all can be together and praise and magnify God. Mm -hmm. Even in marriage, even in courtship, listen, in courtship. God wants to be where you be able to talk and have fun and sex ain't involved. That's right. 
What's going to happen when you get sexed about? Let's be real. Mm-hmm. When you get sexed about, what happens? It messes up you emotionally. Now you have become distorted with your thinking because now you're emotionally attached. But God wants you. This is. God wants you to be wise and understand to see the whole picture of that person. The devil only wants you to see the front part. God wants you to see the picture, the frame, and the atmosphere. Because you as God's child, you are spiritually God's child, and your spiritual father is God. But the devil got somebody in mind for you. The devil got a counterfeit for you. And one thing you always realize, before God reveals the real thing, the devil will always send an invitation. And what's going to happen when the devil brings that invitation? His spiritual father ain't God. His spiritual father is the devil. And if you get linked up with him, and your spiritual father is God, and his spiritual father is the devil, that means y'all get together. That means your spiritual father called you the devil. <laughs> and you're going to breed children, spiritual children, and it's going to be a struggle. I found out the Bible says, when God gives gifts, he adds no sorrow. Anytime you're a struggle, in other words, you're going against nature. If I if I hold my urine and I go to the bathroom all day, what's going to happen? Strain, brother. Strain and also infection. And infection reveals there's some type of virus, some type of bacteria, and there's some spiritual bacteria within some people's relationships. <laughs> but God wants to what? Give you the right antidote for that. Right. He wants to give you a spiritual antibiotic for you to realize, you know what? You're more valuable. You don't have to put up with that man. That's best. There was something that I not assigned for you. There are so many people that have assignments that God did not ordain. Right. So many people that God have God have people coming to you, but because of impatience or because of sometimes hurt, because of us, we we just don't want to we don't want to wait. We end up selling for less than what God has for us. But for those who are sick and tired of it, this is the time for you to come to the altar. Like I said earlier, we gotta leave. What we love. Now, now I didn't say love pertains to, you know, leave your husband up. No, no. We talking about love within the flesh. Right. right. What your fleshly love is hindering you from your relationship with God and the things that God has for you. And for those who may not be saved, understand that Jesus Christ died for each and every one of us. And we all have access. To receive him as Lord Savior in our life. Romans 10 and 9 tells us that thou shalt confess the Lord Jesus Christ is our Savior and believe in the heart that God raised from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart may believe unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. One of the key verses in the Bible is John 3 16, for God so loved the world 
the key word is love. That's great. But think about the word for that. God so loved the word. God so loved you that he has your plan, your purpose already made out of life. All you have to do is seek him. But when you seek him and obey him, then he will order your steps. I want each and every one of us to pray. You remain seated or you can come to the altar or whatever. We're going to pray. So I like to make sure because there are many people who may be watching who may not be able to come to church. There are some people that are looking for a church home. And I don't want to omit prayer. But for those who have issues, for those who have things that struggle, I want to tell you, God can deliver and set you free from any and everything. Okay. I'm telling you from personal experience. Pornography. I'm talking about dealing with low self-esteem. I'm talking about dealing with insecurities. You have, you a boy, you a man. Yeah, men deal with that too. That's right. That's right. Spirit has no gender. So we have to understand. You see me now. That's why I don't care if it's here or over here or whatever. Whatever I do, I'm grateful. It's a privilege to be where I am at spiritually and mentally right now. Because there are a lot of people, they will cut off their left toenail to be where I am. And I thank God, I'm not saying that I'm better than anybody. No, indeed. But I feel like nobody's better than me. And I'm telling you, the same God that helped you to be able to look in the mirror, because I hated looking in the mirror. I tell people. I hate looking in the mirror. I used to hear everything that people used to say to me, and I took it in. I've been called ugly dozen. I've been calling other words. And I took it personal. I received the negativity that people said, but I rejected the positive things that people said. Dealing with someone and looking for love in all the wrong places. That was me. But when I realized who I was in God, I realized how much he loved me. And when I realized how much he loved me, I realized how much I was shortchanging myself. But in order for me to really understand how I was talking about that, I had to get to his word, get to his presence. And when I got to his presence, then it helped me realize that God sent me a brother too. So I want each and every one of us to pray. And we're going to hold up. If you don't have anything going on in your life, nothing wrong with you, then amen. God bless you. But we're going to intercede for those who may be struggling dealing with something. There are so many things that people are dealing with mentally, emotionally. Like I said, pornography, pornography is one of the biggest addictions that people don't talk about within the church. Because if I'm struggling with alcoholism or drugs, you can see the effects. I might be coming up smelling like alcohol or whatever. But pornography, I can see it right here with the Bible in my hand. You don't know what's going on in the right hand of my mouth. That's right, that's right, that's right. There are people that are dealing with, and I'm going to tell you something. There are people that want help, but they don't know who to go to because they don't trust anybody. Even within the church. Because mm. a lot of people are not even now church. And be real. But we, right here, there are people that God will be bringing in, not just to this church, but church as a whole. There are people that God is bringing to the body of Christ that we supposed to be here to help and equip to minister to them, to help them understand who God is. And God wants to be equipped. The Heavenly Father, we come to you right now, God. Thank you all for your office. We come to you right now, God. We acknowledge your presence on today. God, we come to you right now, God. We thank you, Lord, for being here right now, God. Closing our right mind. Giving us our life, health, and strength. 
God, we ask God to forgive us, God, that anything that's unlike you, God, forgive us and cleanse us and make a home right now, God. God, that anything that's hindering us in our relationship with you, God, deliver us, break every yoke, God, break the strong man, every stronghold right now, God. Break it, God. We yield ourselves to you. We surrender ourselves to you right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, there are some that are dealing with God. Different things, God, mentally, emotionally, God. There are many addictions that people are maybe dealing with, God. God, we speak, God, give them the strength, God. Give them the courage, God, to give everything to you right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, help us to understand, God, that there is nothing too hard to do right now, God. Help your people to understand, God, if they give themselves over to you, God, you can prepare everything, God. God, help us to understand, God, we don't have to wait, God, for us to get right, God. You want us to come as we are right now, God. So we come to you right now, God. We come to you right now broken. We come to you right now shattered. We come to you right now, God, even with the fragments that we have in our hands, God. God, we come to you right now, God, the best way we know how, God. We come to you right now, God, ask God to repair us and cleanse us, God, and make us whole right now. In the name of Jesus, and say about everything you stand for, we about every problem, we about every confusion right now. In the name of Jesus, God, we thank you for deliverance and victory right now, God. We thank you for the joy for the salvation you have given us, God. God, we speak, God, that you center us around people, God, that's going to speak life to us, God. Your word to us. Hold us accountable, God. Help us, God, to center us around people, God, that are proclaiming your word, God, but most importantly, live your word right now, God. In the name of Jesus, and all we speak, God, it is everything that can be up from you, God. Move it out of our way, God. Take the taste of it out of our mouth, God. Take that, take, take that will, take that desire out of our heart right now, God. Even if you hurt our heart, God, God, we know, God, that you know what's best for us, God. So help us, God, to trust, God, that you have our best interest in heart right now, God. In the name of Jesus, and we thank you, Lord, for the joy, God. We thank you, Lord, for everything, God. We thank you, Lord, for renewing our minds, God. We thank you, for it right now, God. We thank you, Lord, for everything you've done, everything you're going to do, and thank you, Lord, for helping us to fulfill the purpose and plan that you have for us right now, God. In Jesus' name we pray to say amen, amen, amen. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 